Hello, ciao, and welcome back to the Chronicles of a Black Italian Woman. My name is Benedicta Jumpa, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. Hi everyone, how are you? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome, 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 welcome back, people of the internet. We are back, we are back with a solo episode. Today I'm back by myself. It is so strange to come back, especially after posting an episode every two weeks. It's it's an interesting gap. It's also interesting that I like to risk it and uh, still register instead of in advance, like closer to the time that I need to post the episode. But I don't know, people, there is this mystery of which I try to resolve, which is doesn't matter I'll try to, how early I try to prepare myself, I still reduce myself to last minute things. And like, my mom would always like tell me off when I was a kid. I'm like, Benedicta, you like to th- do things last minute. You like to do things last minute. But then I'm just there like, I don't know, guys. I'm trying to fix it. But I don't know. But we're back. We're back with a new episode. I uh, will work better towards planning. But definitely, we know what we're talking about. So I actually been doing pretty well compared to how I was doing in the beginning of the year. So I'm very, very grateful for that. And these weeks have been interesting. Uh, have they been interesting? Or am I just saying for the sake of saying it? No, they've been all right. Like, yeah, I think the fact of going through work and having a challenging time, but still be able to overcome it, that was great. A uh, few weeks ago, I had my biggest COVID scare, by the way. Like, following the, re- the recording of the episode that we did with Tyler. By the way, if you haven't checked it out, please go and check check out the previous episode with Tyler Lum, who, who's from the Asian community, is Asian-American. And we talk about the relationship between the Asian diaspora and the African diaspora. And I feel it's a conversation so much needed. And it also goes beyond that. We also talk about masculinity, mental health, graduating during a global pandemic. I think it's so worth listening. Uh, if you have listened to it already, I want to say thank you. Uh, if you haven't, please go and check it out because it's so worth it's so worth it. Yeah, as I was saying, I felt sick, and I thought, oh my goodness, is he like see the virus? We know which virus we're talking about, right? <laughs> the one this global pandemic. So I was just there like, no, please let it not be so because first I started sneezing and because I have allergies although it hasn't been confirmed yet but I know definitely that I have allergy to uh, to dust that's for sure and uh, I always have reactions around dust and even at the beginning of this year at some point I think in March at the weekend where I have to be in bed for the whole weekend because of allergies and as soon as I got the medicine I recovered so it comes a weekend where I start feeling sick where I was planning to actually go outside of the city of Rome or go and see my family it was that was the plan in my head because normally also when I finish the semester for me it's a time to relax to recharge 
and then get back to work for the next semester that we will get into and the next course of student for those that don't know i work in study abroad i work with a, U- a u.s university based here in rome so for that reason i really felt that uh yeah i really felt i needed time to unplug well my time to unplug i did it from my bed so <laughs> so yeah i had to run couple of tests to make sure that I didn't test positive and I'm glad I was okay so that was very interesting and yeah oh by the way I want to shout out to Maylink she wrote to me on Instagram and she said that she's obsessed with my podcast and I want to say I'm so grateful for your message being link uh, to congratulate me on this podcast of course I have my amazing friends that do write to me about it uh, or my siblings but I, I appreciate the fact that oh somebody that maybe doesn't know me can appreciate the work that I'm doing and this is so encouraging because sometimes you know you don't know what you do what you're doing and especially when you are in your beginning stages you're just like oh are people listening do people care but actually like I'm very grateful and this is an encouragement for anyone for whatever you do just remember that sometimes if even one person is impacted that's definitely worth it so that's so uh, important and by the way remember if you like this podcast or you have any feedback or suggestions always remember the dms are open for those that know me you know you can text me about it and uh, yeah that's great well let's kind of show this introduction because i said this stuff i'm gonna be, i'm gonna keep it shorter and i hope the fact that i want to go back to sleep will keep me motivated in keeping this episode shorter i want to talk with you about something very important i don't know if you know but if i haven't shared with you yeah i'll let you know that uh i am a graduate in international relations and politics and i also study international relations and my masters so topics that interest me that i'm passionate about both as a international relations graduate but also as an activist and as for my nature nature is of course politics the relations and all these issues there's been topics although that i've tried to avoid or keep distance from which for example is like during my journey as a student i always focus on i feel like the west especially north america especially the united states and then also had a focus on africa a little bit of latin america I did a minimum of the little Middle East and also I studied a bit of Asian politics. But that uh, was mainly during my, my time in London. Because during my time in Rome, I ended up mainly focusing on the West. We did a little bit of the West, especially Europe a lot and Italy, which was a bit frustrating because you're just there like, we studied international relations. At a okay, we studied at, at an Italian school, 
but still why we focus it only on Italy I don't know so with that said uh, I wanted to admit that fortunately I didn't focus a lot on the Middle East for a different variety of reasons I felt the reasons derived from historical the way that history has been taught especially in western school in western schools so faith related reason i feel and the narrative that is present within within society with the oldish pro we're trying to talk about the recent escalations that have occurred between israel and palestine uh i want to talk about it because uh, i feel like a certain sense of responsibility and also, last week, I attended my first free Palestine rally here in Rome. Uh, let's explain to you kind of why I'm comfortable with the topic. I feel like Italian schools, you get educated with the fact that, well, the Shoah happens and then there is the creation of the state of Israel, which to a certain extent is understandable. I'm not going to go into details because I'm actually not an expert. On this topic but I want to s- another expert on this topic but I still want to touch on it and I don't want to pretend I'm an expert because I feel especially in this era of podcasting and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok everybody thinks he's an expert at something I'm not an expert but I still want to uh, raise awareness on the situation and especially challenge people that always felt uncomfortable with the topic or they feel that this is just a religion a religious issues and so for this reason they feel only to stay with one side or to not understand truly what's happening so for me for years i feel like italian school has educated us with the fact that oh yeah like more on the right of existence of Israel, but without talking enough about what was happening in Palestine. Then also with my upbringing related to my faith, uh, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, my dad actually is a graduate between like the faiths. So when I was little, my dad studied in the U.S. and is actually an ordained minister. Just he doesn't have a church at, at the moment, doesn't have a church, but my dad is an ordained minister. Myself, I'm a believer. I decided to to believe for myself. And uh, all of this to say that between faith circles, oftentimes the focus when it comes to prayers, uh, it would be prayers for Israel. And we wouldn't really talk a lot about Palestine. And what this does, it causes to just see, I feel, Palestine as just evil. Instead of saying that, not just say like evils on both sides, but there is justice in occurring in the Middle East. And oftentimes, if we just go by the religious dogma, this will enable us to see injustice perpetrated. So, I, in this podcast, I don't actually want to simply speak against the state of Israel. But I want, what I'm aiming for is for 
accountability. It's important that we keep every state accountable, including the state of Israel. And when we're asking for accountability, we're not being anti-Semitic. I think also that what makes this conversation tricky is the fact that whenever there is a challenge or there is an invite to the state of Israel for being accountable, the accusation of anti of anti-Semitism they emerge pretty quickly. So here in Italy we saw like at some point all the politicians for all political parties from the stream right from the stream right to the left going to the Jewish quarter where we saw the escalation between Israel and Hamas and people went there to talk about the right of existence uh, to of existence of the state of Israel. But when we're talking about this topic, oftentimes we're not saying, we're not just coming for like, oh yeah, uh, Israel shouldn't exist. That's not the case, okay? What we're talking about, we want Israel to be kept accountable. Then we will, we can discuss even further about the, the right of existence, but I'm not the person to discuss it with because as, as I said, I'm not an expert. But how can we automatically think that in the moment that there is a criticism towards the Israeli government, okay, not the Jewish people, towards the Israeli government, the assumption is automatic that, oh, people are hating on Jews. It shouldn't be like that. And also, by the way, I also want to talk about that there shouldn't be a attack on Jewish people around the world for what is happening and what's the uh, right in Israel is being responsible for. So I think it's also important to address that. So what has pushed me to go and protest and support the movement Free Palestine this time? What has pushed me is the fact that I've shown so many images, one after the other, following about the escalations that have occurred, different episodes, discriminatory episodes towards Palestinians that have occurred in Jerusalem. So I've seen the extreme right Jews going around the city of Jerusalem attacking Palestinian citizens. I've seen houses people being kicked out from the houses because they're Palestinian. And so that's why we saw the hashtag, I hope I pronounced it so correctly, say, share Shahra. And we saw that and seeing people just going up to people's houses and just kick them out. The reason does not look really valid, to be completely honest. Uh, because has been sentenced that uh, Jewish people can take over uh, the houses of, uh, of Shahra, which is a quarter in Jerusalem, in East Jerusalem. Like that's that's not right. That's discriminatory. That's we're getting closer and closer to ethnic cleansing, and we need to talk about about the fact that it's already happening. And that's very sad. And then seeing 
the Israeli army just walking into a mosque, not just any mosque, one of the most important sites for the Muslim faith, that had me really, first of all, my heart was turned. It was, I was very disturbed for a couple of days. I woke up and I was like, what's happening here? And I was very disturbed. And I think because maybe all those ideas that I was kind of influenced by, I've been challenged. And and it's good that where your ideas have been challenged. I don't think that my stand are any different from my faith, are any different from how I've been educated. These stands that I've taken right now, I, I, I think are absolutely in line with my faith. Where normally I cannot sleep is because I've been challenged also. I, I, I cannot sleep or have any thoughts. I've been challenged when it comes to my emotion, but also I've been challenged when it comes to my spirit and my belief. So I cannot tolerate injustice. There is something about me that injustice does not ever sit right with me. And when you want to tell me what about Hamas, Hamas is a terrorist organization does not represent all Palestinians and it was born in response to the fair treatment the Palestinians have been received since the, the foundation of the state of Israel. I do not justify any kind of violence. Please, I do not. But I invite you to understand what is the source of this violence, So, which is the unfair treatment of the Palestinian people. As for any justifying a mass. Uh, I don't think rockets should, should be thrown, but I do not also think the bomb should be thrown, especially for states that have such a um, big military power. So, to this to say, I want to express my solidarity to the people of Palestine and I want to express my solidarity to people that are dealing with anti Semitic attack. And I want the state of Israel to be accountable and to treat uh, people justly. Also based on what uh, even scriptures do say as Jewish and Christians, we do share the Asian, the Old Testament and it talks about treating people fairly, which includes children, includes women, includes who will become foreigners, although Palestinians are natives. So I thought it was important to talk about it. I'm sorry if it sounded a bit, a bit confusing people. I'm still learning, but I thought it was still important to raise awareness. All of this to say, talking about thoughts, negative, positive, and dealing with different things that we're dealing with. May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. I believe it's mainly because of the United States that we have Mental Health Awareness Month. But I think it's still important to discuss it if you know I'm a bit advocate for when it comes to mental health. And I think it's important to talk about it as I told you. And this week I had my session with my therapist and she was like, you know, it's been almost a year that we've been talking and I don't think you are an open book. So that's great progress, but 
that's for sure <laughs> but yeah so but i just wanted to talk with you to talk about more to encourage people to please see a therapist uh it's important to talk to your therapist to talk to someone that is external to your family or like your friend circle or even external to yourself you know because sometimes we are wired with certain frameworks that sometimes are not always positive so sometimes it's important to pour our thoughts out and see like how we're doing if those thoughts that we're having are good for us or are negative for us and where do we develop certain ways of thinking which trauma we're carrying so it is so important to do so when it comes to my mental health to be honest i do not have i would say major issues um i've not then haven't been diagnosed with anything specific but what push me to seek therapy is i thought that i wasn't being my best self but also i felt that it was important to address some things even especially when you started feeling like at a physical level i thought it was important that if i'm not feeling right right now i'm not feeling my best as you know it's as when you go to the doctor so sometimes you just want to go to the doctor and have a chat because you're not feeling well physically. Let it be when it comes to your body. Uh, oftentimes you go to the doctor when you're not feeling well physically. And as you go to the doctor when you're not feeling well physically, it's important that you and sometimes you don't go you go to the doctor also to have a checkup just to make sure that everything is well with you. And so as you go to the doctor when you're sick or when to have a checkup, I think it's important to see this therapist when maybe you're not feeling too well, but also to have a checkup to make sure that am I doing okay mentally? Am I doing okay emotionally? That's why it's important to go to therapy. And so for me, honestly, in this last year, I've seen the benefit of therapy. Instead of just advising people and saying people there is nothing wrong, you're struggling with mental health, there is nothing wrong to see a therapist. This time I decided to go for myself and do it. And I'm actually glad that I'm doing it. I see my therapist every two weeks and it's a, it's I know it's quite a privilege. I know a few years ago I wouldn't have been able to just go to therapy and uh, I don't earn a lot of money, but I feel like the money that I earn, I think it's important also to invest it in therapy and mental health because it's so, it is beneficial for us. It is truly beneficial because honestly, like I feel therapy has helped me a lot to, I would say, to better address my emotions to better acknowledge my emotions to acknowledge my needs to better express myself because as i said in when i first started doing this podcast is i quiet myself so much that i wouldn't fully express myself to just benefit the peace of others but not benefit my own peace so for this reason this has 
has had me to a point of making me uncomfortable and make me deal with situation in a very passive way instead of in a proactive way. So for this reason, therapy has been important for me to understand the validity of my emotions, learn to acknowledge them instead of sometimes barring them, ignoring them, or identifying them just as evil. For example, like emotion like anger, like emotions are not evil. Emotions are not meant emotions are not meant to be suppressed, people. Let me just tell you this. Because if you don't address with your emotion properly, that can be damaging to you okay so it's important that we acknowledge that and understand how to address it express that to people maybe when we feel upset when we feel angry it's important that we do so but also when we feel happy when we feel grateful when we feel appreciative it's important that we express that so we can be our full human spiritual self it's so important and i say that also as a believer because i feel that between the fifth circle there is such a big stigma still when it comes to therapy i say this as a black woman because i feel that also as a black woman of african descent there is still a big stigma when it comes to mental health and many different aspects i think it's important it is important that we keep on talking about it and i feel that still there is kind of i read a tweet recently which talks about the romantication like oftentimes mental health is romanticized we kind of agree at a social level that it's important to talk about mental health but we don't deal with the dirt the dirt of mental health which is sometimes you know for some people it's dealing with the ugly side not being able to wake up uh not be able to wash yourself and things like that luckily i don't deal with to a certain extent but i do have my down days from time to time and i think it's important to acknowledge those days and talk about it and develop new framework and also acknowledge like where do we have our traumas sometimes we think we are dealt with our traumas but honestly sometimes we haven't we haven't dealt with our traumas and especially i would say as black people in the west as minorities as people that are not part of the dominant groups is imp- there are so many traumas sometimes that we en- endure that if we don't talk about it we end we end up giving trauma responses instead of giving responses from a place of healing and there is so much difference when we respond from a place of healing compared to when we respond for a traumatic place because when we respond from a traumatic place we talk about it from a position of just fear and just uh, self-protection but when we talk from a place of healing our ego comes less we are able to deal it differently and uh, answer in a different way and give different way 
response that a writer giving a trauma induced response and that can make such a big difference and all this pure to say that please take care of yourself have a healthy balance when it comes to your food as well when it comes to your relationships when it comes to your emotions please pursue that be honest and authentic with yourself that brings so much healing so much joy so please do it and yay so talking about emotions something that's made me really happy in the recent few weeks has been watching this series on netflix called zero have you watched it guys i put a poll i i believe i put a on the Instagram page of the Chronicles of a Black Italian Woman. I'll put a poll there to see if you watched it and if you liked it. I watched it and I watched it in one night. Was I supposed to go to, to work the day after? Yes, of course. Did I stay up to watch the series? Yes, of course. Because I was so filled with so much excitement about this series. Because it was supposed to come out in 2020. It didn't. The pandemic exploded. And so we we had to postpone the series. But still happy that they were able to make it during the global pandemic. And uh, of course, there were so many protocols. But it was so so good to see this Netflix series, which is the first Netflix series with a predominantly Afro-Italian cast. Yeah, can you hear the excitement in my voice? I was so happy. Representation matters. It does not solve everything, but representation can make such a big difference you know i was talking about trauma earlier and i feel like something that i haven't acknowledged enough is the fact that i didn't see myself to the fullness between society and between media so when you don't see yourself to the fullness that can make you feel isolated and that can make you feel and sometimes it's not isolated at the physical level meaning that you don't have friends like you do have friends but sometimes you struggle to express like how you truly feel between society and how you truly feel between yourself so Wow, there is like it gives comfort i feel like it's one of those series that gives so much comfort to my inner child and it just makes me so it made me so excited and i think i was so excited that probably i couldn't even judge the series objectively but at the same time i felt that as gave me so much so much joy like i was i think maybe i'm not the most objective on this series but I love that. On the acting, I'm sure there are things that can't improve, but at the same time, I love that. Let's let's give a little bit of background about Zero, yeah. So Zero was co-wrote by Italian Afro-Italian writer Antonio Di Chiri Di Stefano, which is from 1992. Is he was born in northern Italy and then he grew up in Ravenna, which is more to a central Italy and is is actually inspired by one of his books, Non Avuto la Mia Età, uh, I Never Had My Age, which is a great book. Uh, it talks about the 
condition of a young Afro-Italian guy that finds his friends group, finds relationship, and which is similar to the story of Zero, and he navigates his family situation, and he also tries to navigate which is a family situation which is very complex where the figure of the mother is absent and it tries to navigate also like the perception that the society has about him, the Italian society, as a young Afro-Italian man. What they share in common, the series and the book, is the fact that the main character is goes by the nickname of Zero. But then it's quite different. So it's been very like healing to see so many Afro-Italians on the screens. I find Antonio de Keller's books very healing as well because for me it's like the first time that I can see my full self. Because I saw myself on TV, let's say, through like the sitcoms, the United sitcoms. Uh, I could see myself from Fresh Prince to uh, which other series was there? The Robinsons. And like I could see myself through all these different series. But still, I couldn't see my full self. Because who I would see, they were black americans they weren't black italians so i could see myself to a certain extent but not to my fullness so through the words of antonio di Keller di stefano and through the series zero i feel like i finally see my full self people that talk like me and that navigate the same society and has been so so God. And I think also the fact that this this series talks about invisibility because the Afro-Italian condition is so interesting because it feels like you're so hyper-visible by society because whenever you just walk out, people stare at you, right? But then you're also like you have such a condition of invisibility because, for example, people will say that Afro-Italians do not exist or you don't see us enough represented on the TV screen, for example. So you are so visible because sometimes you get blamed even about like the problems within society that you're not enough integrated. But then you're also so invisible. And this has been such an interesting like aspect that this series focuses on. And it's also an interesting series because it's science fiction. It's, it's still science fiction, but it's so good. I personally enjoyed it. They, I feel like they could have invested more on the budget, but still it's been good. I think the production, the direction has been great. I know one of the directors, which is uh, Mohamed Sadahin. I hope I pronounced his last name correctly. Please, Mohamed, don't kill me if you happen to listen to this episode. And... Uh, Yes, Mohammed is so like he did so well and I'm so proud of him because it happened that I met Mohammed in uh, 2019 and it's been so good because Mohammed did a short movie and we participated at the same competition at the International Venice Film Festival which was the, was about representing uh representing 
like second generation this says second generation been practice this first generation Italians and has been so good and his movie was so great it was a short movie I participated between a short movie because called I'm Rosa Parks Houston Rosa Parks and we won one award which was best representation for second generation yes uh the best short movie and the best graphic as well because the movie that I did was Yusef and it was the short movie that I did was Yusef and he talked about like a young a 30 year old Afro-Italian man that is trying to find his place between society I'm not going to spoil it to you and he's a chef and the graphic is insane the story is insane it was actually pretty good and I'm so proud of Mohammed and Alfari has come and to be, for him to participate in this series has been amazing. So I love the series. I loved seeing like actors at the first experience. Uh, it was beautiful to see like a young black Afro-Italian woman, dark skin woman, a Born the main characters. How beautiful is that? And she's absolutely like so dope, taking so much lead. And this is Sarah, and uh, the name of the actor is Daniela Scatolin, and uh, she did so well. And we're so proud of her and seeing this representation. And the actors, they they did so well. I'm sure like Zero, is a, it was a, a first experience. And also the other actors, uh, I'm sure they will even improve furthermore. I really hope there will be a second series because we need a second season. And it's so much needed. And... Uh, and yeah i'm absolutely obsessed with the series and the whole narrative the way it was developed i think some things they could have got a little bit in extra details but also i understand that the budget was limited i love the series to be honest and it just recovers from the failures i think it's sad it was so healing also due to the failures of the Italian TV, convinced that there is a dictatorship of political correctness, convinced that always vilifying uh, second generations, underrepresented groups, including the LGBT community. So it's been good to see a very nice representation told by us, for us, has been so good. And also like... The promotion video was so good. I could see like some of my friends, influencer friends or people that I know online that did the promotion and it would talk about like, oh, what's your superpower? And I would be like, oh, I'm an actress, I'm a singer, I'm a rapper, I'm an athlete. Because I think there is still this idea that we do not contribute to society as Afro-Italians and second generations. So... I think it's been so good saying that and I watched the promotion video like couple of times because I'm just there like I don't know it was so healing it was so healing to see that to see my people like myself be represented and have their achievement celebrated it was so good and also when it came to the promotion they did some graphics and so I could say for example my friend Takwa Belmont 
Ben Mohammed, like that she did like a graphic for the promotion of the movie, of the short oh, movie, oh my gosh, of the series. And that has been great, like seeing the celebration of second generation's talent. So that's been amazing. So if you haven't watched Zero on Netflix, I would recommend it. And with this, I would say, let's wrap it up. I said I was trying to keep it short. I hope I kept it short. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you know, you know. So in order to stay in touch and talk more about the Afro-Tonian representation and talk about even like, let's say, mental health or the recent Israel, the recent, unfortunate, the long-standing uh, situation in Israel, between Israel and Palestine, you can write in my DMs. Please go and follow on Instagram, The Chronicles of a Black Italian Women is at Chronicles of a B-I-W. Or you can also follow my personal page which is smiley benny with a double n and double y i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you were able to find an understanding a new comprehension and i hope you learned something and i wish you a great day week a end of the month of may which has flew by take care i appreciate you all thank you for tuning in Bye. Ciao, ciao.